Obviously, this is counterproductive for the global concern and expectation that China should not use in the provocative behavior, especially sending large numbers of uh, jet fighters uh, across the Taiwan Strait or try to provoke intimidating the security in the Taiwan Strait area. Hello and welcome to this week's Online brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. I'm Carlson Wong. During the G7 summit in June this year, G7 communique highlights the importance of cross-strait peace and stability. And Professor Andrew Yang, Secretary General of Chinese Council of Advanced Policy Studies, said stability across the Taiwan Strait is vital for global economic security, adding that both sides of the Taiwan Strait should embrace a rules-based system to maintain peace and stability. China has violated the international norms, standards and principles of behavior by flying 28 military aircraft into Taiwan's air defense buffer zone in mid-June. The incursion is the largest since Chinese jet fighters approached Taiwan in September 2020. And our guest today is Professor Andrew Yang. Professor Andrew Yang, during the G7 summit this year, G7 communique highlights the cross-strait peace and stability. Now, what significance does it mean to both Taiwan and China? Well, as you're fully aware, uh, G7 are the most uh, influential and powerful countries around the world. Therefore, the, the summit issued the communique uh, very much address the importance of peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait area contains very significant uh, implications and elements regarding this uh, very important issue. Number one, uh, I think G7 consider peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait area is vitally important for global economic uh, security. Number two, uh, they also uh, emphasize there's the they consider unilateral change of the status quo is compromising the peace and stability in in this region number three uh, they also urging both sides of the Taiwan Strait to uh, follow the rule-based behavior to continue to maintain peace and stability in this region so that the world will enjoy uh, more stable uh, security environment. Now, talking about security across the Taiwan Strait, and you mentioned that uh, the rule-based behavior to keep the status quo in a way, but China sent a record of 28 jet fighters to Taiwan um, a couple of weeks ago, the largest display of force since Beijing began sending planes last year. Now, would you say that this is also a um, way to disrupt the stability across the Taiwan Strait? Obviously, this is counterproductive uh, for the global concern and expectation that China should not use uh, in the provocative behavior, especially sending large numbers of uh, jet fighters uh, across the Taiwan Strait or try to provoke intimidating the security in the Taiwan Strait area. So I think this is... Uh, uh, the behavior very much counterproductive and very much, uh, you know, um, um, 
you know, violating the uh, global uh, expectation. So that is the reason why um, uh, international society consider China not actually following the rule-based behavior uh, that expected by the global environment. Mm-hmm. And China's show of force comes after leaders of Group 7, especially um, the U.S. and Japan, issued a statement calling for a peaceful resolution of cross-strait Taiwan issues. Mm-hmm. Now, what signal does China want to send to the world by sending, um, you know, 28 jet fighters or uh, they send the jet fighters to Taiwan basically every day? Well, Beijing tried to send a, a very strong message to uh, the international society that Taiwan is part of uh, Chinese uh, territorial integrity and China is protecting its sovereignty, including Taiwan. So it's nothing to do with the international expectation. It's purely a domestic uh, affairs. So China is trying to tell the international community that Taiwan is no concern for international society. It's Chinese uh, domestic affairs. It's nothing to do with the international concern. Mm-hmm. Now back to the G7 summit. Uh, on the sidelines of the summit in mid-June, U.S. President Joe Biden and Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga also discussed the Taiwan Strait situation, among other global exchanges. Now, has the issue of Taiwan been placed on the international agenda? Obviously, um, Taiwan's uh, state uh, stability and security is becoming a very important uh, issue for international discussion. Uh, so President Biden and uh, Prime Minister Suga also equally address the significance of the peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait area which, uh, you know, is a way to wake up the uh, international society, which will pay great attention to this particular issue. Whoever violates the peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait area is going to jeopardize international security and economic prosperity. On July 7th, just recently, Japanese Deputy Prime Minister Taro Aso also said the invasion of Taiwan by China is a threat, allowing Japan to exercise the right to self-defense. And mm-hmm. Japan might also defend Taiwan in the case of the Chinese invasion. Of course, this angered China. So what do you think of the remarks made by the Japanese Deputy Prime Minister? I think Deputy Prime Minister's uh, um, statement is trying to uh, further warning China that any uh, such uh, uh, use of force uh, to disturb the peace and stability in the Taiwan area is not conducive to the expectation. And certainly Japan will respond to this uh, belligerent uh, military actions, uh, including consideration to, you know, engaging the Taiwan Strait security if necessary. You're listening to On The Line, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. I'm Carlson Wong. Today I'm speaking with Professor Andrew Yang, the Secretary General of Chinese Council of Advanced Policy Studies in Taiwan. But the U.S., as we all know, you know, seems to have increased interaction with Taiwan with visits of uh, high-ranking officials and senators. And recently in June, three senators arrived in a U.S. military aircraft 
and China's mm-hmm. defense minister announced denounced a brief weekend visit by three U.S. senators to Taiwan, uh, mm-hmm. saying that this is a political provocation that was irresponsible and dangerous. Now, why do you think in especially these recent two years, the U.S. has enhanced cooperation with Taiwan? Well, United States consider uh, maintain uh, peace and security in the Taiwan Strait area, including Taiwanese um, democracy, is a vital interest for the United States. So I think U.S. Uh, responded to the Chinese uh, provocative uh, actions uh, and strongly sending the message to Beijing that U.S. will not allow Beijing to increase uh, military uh, provocation towards Taiwan. And interestingly, recently, the so-called vaccine diplomacy um, has been discussed. And the U.S. senators um, back in June brought good news that the U.S. would give Taiwan 750 doses of uh, COVID-19 vaccines. But... uh, on June 20th, the U.S. donated 2.5 million doses of vaccines. Why do you think such a change, uh, Professor Andrew Young? What I think um, we, we all always emphasizing uh, the military situation uh, regarding uh, in enhancing Taiwan's security. However, United States still consider that uh, human security is also vitally important. For U.S. interest, in terms of uh, providing uh, uh, vaccines, is part of the U.S. intention to protect the human security uh, for people living in Taiwan. Um, you know, um, maintain uh, human security in the Taiwan uh, in Taiwan area uh, is conducive to the uh, military security that expected by the United States. So I think this is a part of the U.S. Uh, uh, calculation but, uh, to protect Taiwanese. Uh-huh, but interestingly, Japan also chipped in in a way because mm. Japan donated 1.2 million doses of vaccines to Taiwan. But then later on this week, Japan will again donate 1.3 million doses mm. of vaccines to Taiwan. Now, what kind of political game do you think both the U.S. and Japan play? What I think, uh, as I emphasized earlier, um, they consider uh, Taiwan is still insufficient in getting um, vaccines for its own people. Therefore, increasing uh, percentages of people to get uh, vaccines is vitally important to uh, sustain stable economy and human security on the island. Uh, so this is a U.S.-Japan uh, uh, calculation. Uh, extra efforts providing to Taiwan uh, is to boost the confidence for Taiwanese uh, in terms of uh, maintain its own uh, normal uh, social and economic life and to support its own democracy. Talking about U.S.-Japan calculation, do you think that there was some sort of agreement between Taiwan, I mean, between Japan and the U.S. to donate um, COVID-19 uh, vaccines to Taiwan, and some say because the U.S. and Japan both are aware that China is hindering Taiwan's efforts to secure the injections. Um, I think United States and Japan has uh, held um, high-level meetings, especially two-plus-two meetings, 
uh, in the past. Considering uh, the security in the Taiwan Strait area, I believe it's part of the Japanese and United States high-level discussion. So I consider there are some um, consensus made by U.S. and Japan, Japanese uh, senior officials in terms of uh, how to provide uh, extra assistance in order to maintain um, peace and security in this region. So providing sufficient or you know, immediate uh, vaccines for Taiwan is part of the U.S.-Japan uh, consensus uh, building uh, in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, we also witness uh, U.S. officials uh, at the State Department and also uh, remarks made by U.S. congressmen or senators um, highlighting Chinese uh, interruption of the Taiwanese uh, access to international activities. They try to indicating that China is doing whatever it can to intercept or disrupt Taiwanese uh, international participation, which is uh, uh, violating the expectation from international community. Well, some say on the superficial level is a vaccine diplomacy, but indeed they engage in the vaccine diplomacy with China because they want to deepen geopolitical power. What do you think, Professor Yang? Well, Beijing is trying every way to uh, provide uh, their own domestic vaccines uh, for Latin American countries or countries in Africa in a way to emphasize Beijing is an important uh, vaccine provider and also uh, strengthening Beijing's influence in those countries. So Beijing is using uh, vaccines as a very important uh, factor to consolidate uh, its influence uh, in a global environment. So, so uh, Beijing certainly will continue this effort to um, protect and also strengthen its uh, uh, diplomatic influence uh, in the global arena. And that was the first part of our interview with Professor Andrew Yang Nianzhu, the Secretary General of Chinese Council of Advanced Policy Studies here in Taiwan. Do join us again next week as Professor Yang will share with us more about his views on China-U.S.-Taiwan relations. And that's it for this week's Online, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. I'm Carlson Wong. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>